Do the Texans have as much of a chance to beat the Chiefs, you guys think, as the Magic have a chance to win their division? No. Okay, uh, just making sure. I think that the Chiefs are actually going to cover the spread. Now, if I was going to bet this game and we moved to 14 and a half, if, I don't want it to move there because then out of principle I have to take the Texans. I know they were competitive against Dallas, but do you guys really think that two-quarterback Jeff Driscoll option and Davis Mills' system is going to work again Yeah, because it'll scramble their brains and they won't know who there's out there a quarterback. It's going to be a whole big thing. And the Chiefs look like they were going to absolutely – and I was on the Broncos last week, and that was not looking good. It was 28 nothing before I like get, get to the couch even to turn the game on. And then um, – all of a sudden, the Chiefs just took their foot off the gas. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw three really bad interceptions. They were just kind of like toying around in that game. It looked like they were going to coast. They got a little too cute. I think this will be a bounce-back week where they'll put their foot on the gas and they won't take it off this entire game. I think Mahomes is a little embarrassed after those three picks. I like the Chiefs. I know they never cover these big spreads, so I'm not going to bet it. But if I had to pick this game, I would take Kansas City. I just It was a fun little story last week with the Texans, but they're a bad football team, man. Can't, can't do it. It would only be the Texans for me. I might bet it at plus 14 just out of principle and math alone. Kansas City, really bad second-half team. This might be an opportunity that you could bet this game live, take the Texans if you could get like a 17-and-a-half mm-hmm. or a 21. Say the Kansas City Chiefs go up like they did on the Denver Broncos and you could buy in on the Texans that way. Uh, I could see that happening, especially since, like I said, they just really haven't been great in second half. They kind of let their foot off the gas. That's a really good point, actually. If you want to bet the Texans in this game, you could probably get a better number than 14. Like the Chiefs, it doesn't matter who it is, even against the Bengals. I mean, they get off to these big leads. And then teams make adjustments, and then they don't really score points in the second half. I mean, they scored, what, six points against the Bengals? Yeah. Not that they're playing the Bengals this week, but we saw the same thing last week against a Denver defense. The thing is, they're really stepping down in class here. Denver's not a good football team, but they're a top-10 defense. Yeah, and you're looking at the worst, you know, or second-worst rush defense in the league. You know, if you want to just hand the ball off to, you know, I, uh, Isaiah Pacheco um, and just let him do his thing, mm-hmm. maybe get the ball to Travis Kelsey up the seam. That's kind of what I think that they're going to do. feels like you can attack Houston in a bunch of different ways. But listen, man, Kansas City's defense is not that great. No. They are a very vulnerable team. And depending on who's going to play for the Texans, I could see them being able to score on the Chiefs, considering that Russell Wilson, who has been putting up like six and a half points per game. I know it's not that low, but it feels like it's that much. That feels like it's that low. For him to put up as many points as he did, it feels like maybe the Texans can do the same, given how inept the offense is for Denver. You know, as much as we talk about how bad the Texans are, they're actually second in the NFL, though, an opposing quarterback rating at 80. So yeah. like, that's the one thing they do well. But then Patrick Mahomes has the fourth-highest passer rating in the NFL. And uh, if, if I had to make the choice, do I cho- choose Patrick Mahomes or the Texans' defense? I think I'm going Patrick Mahomes, because I'm not stupid. So... Yeah, if it goes to 14.5, maybe. I like the live bet idea. I don't have anything on this game, no. but I do like the live bet. I did. That's what I did last week against Dallas when they were up. I got them at uh, plus 500, I think, something like that. And it looked good until last minute, and Dak ruined it for me. So, you know, that's how it goes, I guess. Uh, you mentioned the Broncos. Broncos are actually three-point favorites against the Cardinals. Colt McCoy's Cardinals, by the way. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. Colt McCoy thrives in these situations, guys. PJ knows this. You know what he did to the Cowboys on Monday Night Football years ago with our Washington Redskins back in the day. Colt McCoy could play very well in this game. The problem is is that the Broncos' defense is actually pretty good. You mentioned their offense, though. The Broncos have lost eight games this season by seven or fewer points because their defense does its job, and they have just three games where they've scored more than 16 points. They don't score. Yeah, It's not going to be Russell Wilson out there this weekend. He was cleared, but he's not going to play. The Broncos' defense makes enough 
of a difference here where I, I think I lean the Broncos, but I'm not touching anything in this game just because of the variables of both starting quarterbacks really haven't played that much this year. We did see some yeah. from Colt McCoy. Again, I actually do think Colt McCoy can play pretty well. He steps in these spots. The offense looks pretty capable when he's out there, but it's not Kyler Murray. You don't have the, the breakaway speed and the explosiveness that he has, and like I just, I, I, the Broncos are a mess offensively, so I just want to stay away from everything. Yeah, a complete stay away from me. I think if we're watching a matchup between Colt McCoy and Brett Rippon, that it should be in the USFL. So this is Agreed. a pass for me. If anything, well, I'd show probably... some respect for Colt McCoy, okay? Yeah, no, not like Colt McCoy. I mean, Brett he... Rippon, that's fine. But like, I, if anything, I'm playing the under in this game, even at 36 and a half. Denver 11 and two to the under this season. Yeah. Kingsbury. Um, an offensive idiot, and I think that both teams are just going to look to run the ball here. I have no interest in this one, though. Yeah, my, I have a couple of bets that I really love, though. Um, I'm going to take James Conner receptions. Mm -hmm. What we saw with with Colt McCoy is that he looks for James Conner as, like, his primary target. Like, yes, he's going to go to D-hop, of course, but with this Broncos defense being top five in terms of passing yards allowed, I think he's going to be dumping off the James Conner a lot. That number's three and a half. Three and a half receptions is all. I think he had six receptions in the first half after Kyler Murray got hurt mm -hmm. last week or a Monday night football. So that's minus 120. So I'm going to play that. And actually, if you look at what the Broncos have been doing in terms of rush defense, they're actually not nearly as good as they were earlier on the season in terms of allowing rushing yards. They're allowing, allowing 117 rushing yards per game, which is 17th in the league right now. So I like James Conner rushing yards, too, at 63-and-a-half. It feels like that we're going to get a steady dose of James Conner. And I also I think that's part of the handicap. It's part of the narrative, right, is Colt McCoy under 212 passing yards, Denver only allowing 192 yards per game uh, through the air. I like that look, too. Thanks. For McCoy, especially. Yeah. I love Colt McCoy. Do you? I love him so much. It's crazy that I was watching Colt McCoy quarterback a team in a national championship game when I was in college. Now I'm yeah. old. I got a nine-year-old son, and Colt McCoy is quarterbacking on Sunday. Still playing. Still going strong. Him and Tom Brady. Patriots at the Raiders. Raiders are one-point favorites in this, in the Josh McDaniels revenge game, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. You know, I haven't bet this, you guys, but I kind of like the Raiders here against the Patriots. And, uh, I mean, you get Darren Waller back finally. You get Hunter Renfro back. It's really just been Devontae Adams and a dinged-up Josh Jacobs that's trying to earn a contract. But I think, obviously, you're going to get the best game plan from McDaniels all season long with the revenge in mind here. And he's not been great this season. I mean, actually, it's been a mess. I thought he should have been fired. I mean, that... That was probably the worst beat. If you had the Raiders against the Rams, that had to be the worst beat of the season. Um, so you're wondering maybe a lot of these guys have given up. They've quit mm -hmm. on the season for the Raiders. But I don't know. I think they go out there motivated for this game. So I would probably play them, man. I'm out on the Patriots. Patricia's a... He doesn't have any business calling plays. It's no. Just, it's embarrassing watching them play offense. And I don't know if Ramondre's going to play. And I know that doesn't mm -hmm. matter. You're like, oh, Pierre Strong this, Pierre Strong that. He's not Ramondre Stevenson or he would be the lead back. Wouldn't he be? So, I don't know. This offense is anemic. The Patriots make no sense. They're still running on fumes of their reputation. I have no interest in betting this game. And I think the thing that they can do, really, is just run the ball. And maybe you, you do target Pierre Strong props if, if he ends up being the one that has to go. Because this Las Vegas Raiders team is terrible at rushing yards allowed. I think they're just just right behind the Houston Texans, actually. Yeah. The one thing you will say, though, is that if there's any team to find success in random running backs, it's the Patriots. For sure. I mean, it's just if it's not one, it's another. 
gone through a ton of them. That other, uh, their other Harris guy too is pretty good. Yeah, they just they I cycle through them. It's a it's a different Harris. It's not Damian Harris. Damian Harris is still in street clothes. Yeah, you mentioned too the uh, how they're going to feel coming off of that loss to the Rams. Since 2019, Derek Carr is four and nine against the spread at home, coming off of a straight up loss. Mm. So, you know that. That, that, that's a pretty significant trend right there. No, it is. It and it is. buys into even more. that It's not just a loss. Their hearts were ripped out in that game. Yeah. Their playoff chances were stomped on. So if there's any team that would give up on the season at this point, with a bad start and now probably a bad finish, it could be the Raiders. That's true. And it's not like they're going to go out there motivated to win for their coach because they probably just want – they're like, this guy's an idiot. We want to stand anyway. <laughs> he may be fired after one year. If Josh McDaniels loses this job, he'll never get a head coaching job again. And maybe not even be an offensive – well, he'd be an offensive coordinator probably. Probably is how much again. money they paid him. Like, even if they want to fire him, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, you but, know? you know, this team's it's pay like them to go away. Thing. Teams pay them to go away all the time. These NFL teams have so much money, they'd rather have a new head coach and pay for another guy to leave. I know it's a lot of money, though. That's a lot Maybe he gets money. two years. He'll just go back to New England. You know, he'll probably go back to New England and then be Bill Belichick's successor. That's probably why they just they they let Patricia do this this year because he's probably like, well, Josh will be back anyway. <laughs> yeah, he'll be back in here. He's like, we've done this before. We've done this for two years in Denver. I can yeah, I can picture Bill Belichick calling in Matt Patricia to his office. He's like, look, okay, so Josh, Josh is going to be head coach, and, <laughs> but we know we know how this goes. He's he's, he's going to be head coach for a year and he's going to get fired. We, we've seen this before, so just just call the place this year and then it's I'll move. Good Belichick. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We're on to on to Cincinnati. I can't do a Belichick. You just got to mumble a lot like this and. You just kind of talk low. and Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it's okay. We can work on this together. It's, it's fine. We're on to Cincinnati. Actually, we're on to the Titans. Titans at Chargers. Chargers, oh. two-and-a-half-point favorites. Totals 46-and-a-half in this one. Under Mike Vrabel, the Titans have played in Pacific time zones three different times. They're 3-0 and straight up and against the spread. They don't get affected by any jet lag whatsoever because, as we know, Mike Vrabel would beat any coach's ass in the NFL. We have established that. He would. And this is like the Titans theory, right? Like, everybody's going to bet against the Titans, so they're going to show up. They're going to win this game outright. That's when Vrabel's at his best. I haven't touched this one yet because the Chargers look so damn good on that Sunday standalone primetime game. Everybody was dinged up on the defensive side of the ball. Yet it was their best defensive performance. And finally, Mike Williams and Keenan uh, Allen are healthy at the same time on the field at the same time. And the one area where you could really torch Tennessee, they're secondary. All their top corners are hurt right now. Everybody's beat up. And uh, What do you think Justin Herbert's passing prop is this week? I was going to say, have you seen it? Yeah, I can tell you. I, I know what it is. Don't just guess. 302 and a half. 302 Three, and a half. 301 and wow. a half. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, it's going to be... There's, you're not able to run the ball against Tennessee. No. The Chargers don't want to run the ball anyway, yeah. so this is a tough one to call. And I know if I bet the Chargers, Tennessee's going to win this game. It's the Titans' theory, man. Like they'll lay an egg against a team like Jacksonville that they should beat, but then they'll beat a team like the Chargers. This is a big game for the Chargers Huge. and and Brandon Staley. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I think he's canned. Sean Payton, crazy, yeah. Because Sean, Sean Payton, Payton, there's two jobs that Sean Payton wants, and I think this is the one he really wants. He wants to work with Justin Herbert. I was going to say, do you th- would you think he'd rather have this or the Dallas job? I think he'd rather have this with Herbert. I think he would too. If you were to take a receiver in this game or, or a Chargers receiver receiving yards prop, PJ chime in as well. Who would it be? You've got Keenan Allen, seventy-one and a half yards, mm-hmm. minus one fifteen both ways. Mike Williams, sixty-five and a half receiving yards, juice to the under, minus one twenty. And Josh Palmer, 42.5, juice to the over, minus 120. Austin Eckler, 43.5, juice to the under, minus 120. I got to be honest, I'd play Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I mean, Tennessee right now, everybody's hurt in that yeah. secondary right now. They're beat up. Mm-hmm. Even their pass rush hasn't been really good the last couple weeks. 
All the, they could stop the run. They're number one in the league against the run. Right. But I don't think as that per the, usual. Yeah, but the Chargers aren't going to want to run the ball. I would go. I'll, I'll pick Mike. You know what? Actually, I'll pick Keenan Allen because I have more faith that he stays healthy for fourth quarter. See, that's the only issue. Mike Williams, big target, yeah. averaging almost seventy-four yards a game over the last five games. Couple of touchdowns, but does he get hurt halfway through the game? What do you think? And Pete? then you just wash it out. Is Gerald Everett props up? Oh yes, I'm sorry, I didn't Dude. see that. 32, That's... 32 and a half, but it's juiced to the under minus one twenty. Oh, I'd go over Everett, especially for plus money. Yes. Yeah. Ingram went bananas. Well, last actually, year. no, it's only minus one ten to the over at oh. minus one. You know, I hate when they do that. I swear to God, I I'm hate done. when they do that. Everett would be my guy though. Yeah. I, I like Tennessee a lot in the game. Ryan's all over. This is just banking on Brable to bounce back, and I don't like the Chargers as favorites. I like them when they're underdogs, but when you're favorites in a game like this, when you just had a great primetime win, I, I like Tennessee. Can I just say this? All props should have one side with plus money on it. Yes! Why is that not a thing? Yeah. Why is it you can put juice Mr. on both Bet sides? MGM. Let's call Mr. BetMGM up and say, hey. You're the one that does it all the time to get free bets. Hey. Just do yeah, it real say, quick. That's all you. Mr. MGM, sir. They listen to you. We need to figure out what to do with the trading department because we can't have minus money on both sides, especially if one side juiced to the other under heavily. Also, Keenan Allen minus 115 both ways. That is theft. That is yeah. robbery. Is it not? It is. It's a scam. I wish everything was minus 110. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Just make the odds so that you feel good about them. Do you want to juice ones? I don't know. I think everything should be plus 100. Yeah, yeah, honestly, they make enough money. No, no vig. Honestly, yeah. they make enough money on people losing bets outright mm -hmm. as it is. They don't need the vig. My, they don't need it. My bookie, Joe, he used to do no vig weekends like once a year really? in the NFL. Yeah, everything would just be plus 100. That's a good bookie. Yeah, he was a good. Can you give me his number? All, you, yeah. It's that a, would actually be an amazing promotion <laughs> for Super Bowl week. It would. BetMGM, yeah. no vig Super Bowl week. Everything plus 100. <laughs> All props must go. I love it. Don't you think that would like increase? That'd be an amazing. We're calling promo. Mr. MGM for this too. Yeah, that'd we're be gonna fix this. Promo. So if our Maybe social team year. could send this real quick uh, to the Bet MGM people, you. let's do that. What'd you hit? Incarnate. Incarnate. FCS. They actually lose, but they only lose by three. Nice. You right. know, that's a win for our guy Ryan Warbot. <laughs>